This is Real Talk with Brendan Bardick, where we'll be talking about the latest real estate strategies, scripts, top producing techniques, and everything you're going to want to know about how to be an elite real estate agent or real estate coach, or just a great business person. Welcome back to another edition of Real Talk. I am Brendan Bartik with Brendan Bartik Real Estate Coaching, where our mission is to train the most elite real estate agents and coaches on earth. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, I've been doing a ton, a ton of research about listing mastery. And in doing that research, I've been going through reports and uh, Zillow reports, NAR reports, Realtor.com. I've been digging through for hours and hours trying to find everything I can about the psychology of the home seller, and to figure out what is most important to them, what they want out of an agent, what they want out of the marketing. So in doing this, one of the things I came across were several fascinating reports that were put together uh, by the the Zillow company or the Zillow group, however you want to call them. And I wanted to just kind of read a lot of what I came across uh, and kind of do kind of a public service for a lot of the agents out there that maybe don't know about these reports, maybe haven't had the time to go and read them, because the information in here can basically break down for you exactly what you need to be doing and what you should be offering to your clients to make sure uh, that they, number one, select you to work with them. Number two, that once they do select you, that they love you. And number three, that with a lot of this information, you can build deeper and better relationships with them so they refer you to more people and use you time and time again. So I'm going to jump right into it and uh, just basically read this to you. So here's the information that I found. Um, So I'll start it off with 89% of sellers list with an agent and they value an agent's ability to bring interested buyers to the home above all. That's number one. Got to bring interested buyers to the home above all. Okay, so sellers also find their agent's ability to guide them through the process of selling 82%, lead contract negotiations 82%, and take photographs of their phone uh, of their home 81% to be very or extremely valuable. All right, so while over one third, 36% of sellers are attempting to try and go it alone, meaning for sell by owner, without a strategic partner or a real estate agent, uh, challenges lead many of them to eventually list to help the, or the help of an agent. Ultimately, only 11% of all sellers sell their home without partnering with an agent, according to the 2017 Zillow Consumer Housing Report. Okay, so only 11%. All right, so now let's go into who sells on their own. Many sellers who attempt to sell or successfully sell their home as for sell by owners are inclined to do so because they believe it will save time. 36% think that that it will save them time. And money 57% feel that it will save them money. Now, some for sale by owner sellers don't involve an agent because they feel they know their home better than any other agent could, came in at 27%, or they've had negative experiences with an agent in the past, 14%. 
Almost one-third of these sellers already have a potential buyer in mind. 29% already had a buyer in mind, eliminating the need to enlist help from an agent to market the home. And with low inventory in many large housing markets, many buyers consider all types of homes, whether for sale by owner or listed by a real estate professional, over uh, 55% of buyers are open to purchasing a for sale by owner home, which bodes well for the sellers trying to go and get it on their own, in theory. Now, millennial households who most often want to take the lead and do nothing themselves throughout both the buying and selling process are the most likely generation to sell their home on their own. So again, millennials are most likely. Almost three in five, 57% of millennials attempted to sell their home on their own compared to only 32% of Generation X, and only 19% each of baby boomer and silent generation sellers. So sellers moving from urban areas, half of which are millennial households, also are more likely to sell on their own. 47% 47% more likely than rural uh, rural um, owners, 33%, and then suburban, 29% of home sellers. So despite their inclination or inclination to sell on their own, urban and suburban sellers are actually the least likely to finish the transaction themselves. Only 10 to 11% of those uh, that group will end up selling it actually on their own uh, without leveraging an agent at all in the process, while rural sellers are the most likely to sell without the help of an agent at 16%. But still, only 16%. So for all those people that go, oh my gosh, for sell by owners, I don't want to deal with them. I mean, think about the opportunity here. 10% for any, you know, urban, 16% only for farm or rural areas. All right. So now let's go into, so minority sellers who are typically slightly younger than Caucasian white sellers and more likely to be living in urban areas, more frequently attempt to sell their home on their own than Caucasian white sellers. More than half of Hispanic Latino, 58%, and half of American Blacks, 50%, and 42% of Asian Pacific Islanders sellers try to sell on their own compared with only 32% of Caucasians and whites, according to this Zillow report. So finding an agent. So finding the right agent can be troublesome. Nearly one-third, 31% of sellers who use an agent to sell their home say it's challenging to find that right strategic partner. Similar to buyers, sellers frequently find their listing agent through referrals. About 24% found their agent through a, a referral. Online, 18%, so online resources that came in at 18%, or they had a past experience with this agent, came in at 17%. So think about that for a second, right? I want to break that section down. So 24% came by referral, 18% online, while 17% came by uh, past client. Obviously, they used the agent in the past. Okay, so that's huge when we really think about that. Now, millennial and Generation X sellers are significantly more likely to find their agent using online resources. 28% of them, uh, in fact, did that. And then only 20% of Generation X and then only 10% of baby boomers and only 1% of silent generation sellers. 
use the internet to find their agent, okay? So it goes from 28 to 21 to 10 to 1 when you look at those generation gap differences, all right? So minority sellers are significantly more likely to find their agent online than Caucasian white sellers, 26% of Asian Pacific Islanders and 27% of African American uh, and 30% of Hispanic Latino sellers found their agent online compared with just 16% of Caucasian white sellers. Okay. So just 13% of first time sellers use an agent they had experience with previously. Let me say that again. Just 13% of first time sellers use an agent they had experience with previously, while nearly a quarter of them, 24%, rely on online resources to find an agent. Where in contrast, 24% of repeat sellers use an agent they've worked with previously, and just one in 10 use online tools. One in 10. It's crazy. All right. So sellers seek multiple agents. Now let's figure out kind of what's the thought process and how they figure out who to go with. So as it's hard to find the right real estate uh, real estate agent, savvy sellers, like savvy buyers, meet with more than one agent to ensure they'll be satisfied throughout the entire process. Nearly four in 10 sellers, 39%, use an agent um, uh, use an agent that considers multiple agents. So they consider multiple agents with 21% reaching out only to two agents and 18% reaching out to three or more. So let me explain that again. So nearly four in 10 sellers, 39% consider multiple agents. Only four in 10 consider multiple agents, while 21% only reach out to two, and then it drops to 18% that reach out to interview three or more. Okay. Now, however, the number of agent sellers uh, reach out to decreases as the seller gets older. So over half 53% of millennial sellers consider more than one agent. So the younger you are, the more that you go kind of comparing. So compared with 36% of Generation X, 31% of baby boomers, and only 25% of silent generation sellers who contact multiple agents, which could be due to the fact that these older generations who are likely repeat sellers rely on agents that they have previous experience with. Okay. Isn't that fascinating? All right. Now, like millennials, first time and urban sellers are more likely to consider multiple agents or interviewing multiple agents. This is likely because almost half of these sellers are in fact millennials. Those young sellers account for 50% of households selling a home in an urban location and 46% of first time sellers. Now, nearly half 49% of sellers in city centers consider multiple agents compared with 38% of sellers in rural locales and 33% of all sellers in suburban areas, right? Now, similarly, 43% of first-time sellers consider more than one agent compared with only 34% of repeat sellers. So that was a lot of data there. What it really, really breaks down to is what you can see here is that the largest market, so let me tap into these again, okay, of where sellers uh, first learn of their agent. Let me break this down as best I can, okay? 
21% a referral from a friend, relative, neighbor, or colleague. Okay. Now, then 4% of that, so still referral, was a referral from another agent. Okay. So you're really at 24%, meaning that it was referred to somebody by referral. So that's a big piece. So 4% from another agent, meaning, you know, hey, I got somebody moving from Tampa to Denver or whatever it is, 4% there. And then uh, 21% from a friend, relative, neighbor, or colleague. All right. That's the biggest one. Then we go to 17% past experience with the agent. So again, they use this agent to either buy the house, had some sort of experience with them. So 17%. So think about how much market is open there to, for the people that aren't even using the people that, that they are uh, the agents that aren't marketing to their past clients. What an opportunity there. Okay. Now it goes to 15% where they knew the agent from the community. Okay, so remember the neighborhood, you know, in quotations, expert, right? When you look at that, that's because they knew the agent from the community. So that could mean that they are in the same golf area. They do the, you know, the local uh, garage sales together. They do all of this. So 15% know them from the community. Okay, from there, it drops to 10% where they're found on a real estate website or app. Okay, 10% real estate website or an app. All right. Now, from there, it kind of drops off. It's, it's a little bit all over the place. So we, we go into um, 6% for sale open house signs. We've got 5% visit an open house and meet the agent, 4% newspaper ad, 3% outbound direct mail. Now, remember, that doesn't mean you're direct mailing your past client center of influence, your Mets. This would be just your straight up mailing the phone book, right? Just a non-targeted direct mail. Um, so that's 3%. And then um, the last one, uh, two other ones here, 4% from social networking and 4% from search engine, meaning they just Googled who's the best agent in XYZ. All right. So pretty fascinating when you look at that. Now, now as we go on, the number one thing that we know is that trust is the deciding factor. Trust. Sellers want responsiveness, knowledgeable agents that they feel they can trust. The seller's initial impression of the agent's trustworthiness is the top factor. Let me be very clear on this and read it again. The seller's initial impression of the agent's trustworthiness is the top factor. 82% according to this Zillow report, right? And they did all these surveys. I mean, they have a ton of, think about how much data they have to be able to go through all of this, okay? They used to decide which agent to use, followed by their impression of the agent's responsiveness, which came in at 80%. So 82% trust. 80% responsiveness were the two big uh, factors on this report. Now, the agent's local market knowledge is also important to a seller. 80% of sellers find the agent's local market knowledge to be important in helping them decide which agent to work with. And nearly three in four sellers, 73% that were surveyed, also rate a positive reputation in the community as important. 
right? But of course, all the good feelings about an agent's uh, amount to nothing if that agent doesn't have a track record of, of success. 70% of sellers indicate that having a strong sales history is important in helping them decide between agents. All right. Now, clues to whether an agent is trustworthy or has a good track record can be found in the online reviews left by other sellers. Half of sellers find online reviews and ratings of the agent to be important in helping them decide which agent to work with. Millennials and Generation X are more likely to find agents online, also place greater importance on online reviews, and then it drops down from there to 38%, 27% for silent generation, okay? Given that majority of first-time and minority sellers are under the age of 53, online reviews prove to be an important consideration among these groups as well. 59% of first-time sellers find online reviews and ratings important in deciding whether to work with an agent compared with 37% of repeat sellers. So remember, the first-time seller is obviously a lot more important than the repeat. Okay. Similarly, the majority of Hispanic, African American, so so fifty nine percent Hispanic, seventy uh, percent uh, African American, find online reviews of the agent important in their evaluation of an agent compared with only forty eight percent each of Caucasian, white, and Asian Pacific Islanders. Okay, so a lot of interesting data there. Now. Agents inspire action, right? So while sellers, particularly younger ones, like to immerse themselves in the activities around selling a home, there are some things the agent really drives, according to this report. Almost three quarters, 73% of sellers indicate that their agent is the primary or primary guide through the selling process. And 69% report having just their agent lead contract negotiations right? So before they involve an agent, sellers are most likely to bear the responsibility of early stage listing activities themselves from tackling home improvement projects, 49%, and determining the list price, 46%, to deciding when to list their home, 39%. Sellers are most likely to wait until the real estate partner or until they partner with a real estate agent to have potential buyer buyers take tours of their home. 71% won't have anyone do that until that point. Um, and then 82% receive the first offer and have an inspection completed 65%, right? So they'll only do that once they have the agent. So generally younger the seller, the more personally involved they get in activities to help, their sell, uh, to help sell their home. So let's think about that. Generally, the younger the seller, the more personally involved they get in the activities to help sell their home. So if you're looking at that and you're thinking about, okay, hey, you know, where is my target? Target market. Where am I going? Who do I connect with the most? And then what is the expectation that they're going to have out of me? Millennial sellers report taking an active role in hosting open houses and private tours in higher instances than any other generation. 27% compared with 16% of a Generation X and only 5% of baby boomers and only 1% of silent generation sellers want to be involved in any of that nonsense, right? So lastly, we go into negotiating terms. Almost 7 in 10 sellers, 69% accept their agent's compensation terms as is without trying to negotiate it. For the first 31% of sellers who do negotiate, just under half, 49% are victorious in feeling that they change some or all of those terms. 
Those who do try to negotiate are usually millennial sellers, perhaps reflecting their desire to take charge in all parts of the selling process. Only 40% of millennials attempt to negotiate terms compared with 30% of Generation X, 20% of baby boomers, and only 27% of silent generation sellers. However, millennials are generally less successful. Only a third, 33% of millennial sellers who try to negotiate are successful in getting some or all of the agent's terms changed, compared with a 56% success rate for all other generations who are often more experienced sellers and have more leverage when they negotiate. Isn't that fascinating, right? So so the one thing you heard here was a lot of uh, millennial sellers, right? Millennial, millennial. And what we're really hearing is the younger you are as a seller, the more that you are going to have the time, energy, and probably active mindset to try to do a lot of things with the agent or think that you can do it yourself. So if you're thinking strategically, you've got to be aware of that and make sure that as you do your presentations, as you do your marketing, as you do your farming of areas, that you're taking this entire report into consideration, right? There's a lot of power in this report. So I'm excited. I hope a lot of this made sense. If you're like, Brennan, that was a lot, go and check it out. So it's on um, it's on Zillow and it's just called the Zillow, uh, Zillow Consumer Housing Trend Report for 2017. And yes, there is a 2018 and a 2019. I'm going to be going through both of those, but I wanted to start with the 2017 one first because it was one of the more detailed reports that they had. The 2018 gets a little bit less and then fascinating in 2019, they didn't even do it. Um, so, so interesting to see that, but wow, so much good data from somebody that controls a lot of data, that gets us a lot of data. So I wanted to share it. I thought it was very interesting. I hope you do too. If you did, leave a great comment. You know, Go to our private Facebook book, or Facebook group, Brendan Bardick Real Estate Coaching. Uh, join us. I'm putting out great info like this all the time that will help you in understanding what to do, how to do it. Um, always check out, we, we have great events coming up. I teach an amazing course called Listing Mastery. So you can go to brendanbartik.com to check out all that information. We have one-on-one coaching, elite group coaching, which is a fun, exciting atmosphere. So check out what we have to offer. Everything that we've put together has been, you know, all based on science, research, statistics. And of course, what we know is the more we know, the better off we're going to be when we go to sell and the better off we're going to be to be able to make sure we're connecting with our clients and providing an amazing, exceptional experience. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Check us out. And as always, I wish you great success.